Hey everybody, welcome to the Ralph Graves Jr. Show. I'm your host, Ralph Graves Jr., and I'm so glad you're here. No matter where you are right now or what circumstances you face, lasting success is within your reach. On this podcast, we'll have real conversations with people who have had to overcome unthinkable obstacles to achieve success. Are you ready to live with unstoppable momentum and focus? Well, today's your day. Let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Ralph Graves Jr. Show. So happy to have you guys on. Listen, I realize you guys could be listening to anything. You could be watching anything. The fact that you took time out to listen to this podcast, it means a lot to me. On today's show, on today's show, we have uh, somebody that uh, you guys may be familiar with. Um, we've seen him around. We've seen him do a lot of things. Um, he's been he's been a, a host, a reality TV personality. Uh, he's going to tell, tell you uh, what he's doing right now. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Dave Ammerman to the show. What's up, man? Hey, man. What's going on? Going on. Dave, now, now your Instagram says Dave12Pack. Can I call you Dave12Pack? Of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, I, I still go by that every now and again. Depends on who I'm talking to. <laughs> well, man, listen, I am so glad to have you on the show, man. Thank you for taking the time out, man. Tell, us, uh, tell my audience about what you do if they don't know. You know, this might be their first time. I'm introducing you to, uh, to them for the first time. Kind of tell them about what you do, who you are, and, and where we first saw you. All right, man. Well, we'll, we'll take it back a little bit. Um, <laughs> so I was a Jersey boy, just, you know, hanging out, 19-year-old, 20-year-old kid, going to the clubs and, and whatnot. Yeah. And um, got asked to be on a reality TV show. Didn't really watch much of it, but then I realized it was the spinoff of Flavor of Love. And honestly, I hadn't watched Flavor of Love much, <laughs> but it wasn't until I was out there in the midst of it and filming. I love New York. I was 12 pack on the show. And, um, you know, we were uh, 7 million viewers an episode. It was crazy, life changing. Yeah. Um, you know, and I went from there and uh, toured around for years, DJed, um, did all sorts of things, had a, had a great run so far. And here we are, geez, what, 13, 14 years later. And yeah. Um, yeah. Still doing my thing, still playing around with film and, um, you know, trying to trying to stay as young as I can. You still got the 12 back, brother? Well, you know, I hurt the, I hurt the shoulder, um, <laughs> had surgery, so I'm just now getting back into sit-ups, but I try to eat somewhat clean. Okay. Uh, it's the winter around here, at least it's the fall, so it's getting chilly. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you know, no one's, no one's soon. I closed my pool three weeks ago, so okay. okay, it'll come back. Yeah, yeah, we got time. I, I, no doubt, no doubt, man. Once you had it, you can get it back, man. You, you can get it back. You know, man, and, and again, like I said, the show, man, it's just uplifting stories. And I think you have a great story, unique story, man. What would you say to um, a young person that, that's trying to get into the business, trying to, I don't know, try, trying to kind of do what you do, man? What, what, was, what was challenging? And you said somebody just walked up and asked you to do it. But what was, what was some of the challenges, man? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, of course, it wasn't as uh, easy. I mean, lucky for me, I was right place for right time. I was right. into filmmaking. You know, I had studied acting in school and, you know, but again, it just was by chance. And a lot of times that's what it's going to be. Most yeah. people, you're just a character, you know, you get an audition and you get the part and, you know, I, you kind of write the rest as you go. And it, sure. it was interesting because I was familiar a little bit with reality TV because, I did an episode of Eliminate, so I got to at least see how like a dating episode would work, and I actually how, got to pick the girls. How was that? It was it was basically the same thing as as I okay. Love New York, but just, you know, <laughs> slim it down now to one day, four girls. Actually, right. there was a girl from my high school that was in uh, in the crowd on the other <laughs> side uh, when I did it. Um, 
So I got to see, you know, and this way the producers, you know, they're talking to me. So I'm the host more or less of the episode for the day, sure, really. Sure. Um, so that now when I get to the bigger stage, I love New York, it's a little different, but even before then, I actually had filmed in my one of my film classes. I was into studying reality TV, and I had enough with I love. Uh, I'm sorry, Limitate. And I actually filmed like a 23 minute reality episode. I produced it. It wasn't wow. like a big episode. It didn't really go anywhere. And honestly, the stuff we were doing on the episode, I can't even throw it on YouTube. Let's put it that way. I was 22. <laughs> um, but I got to I got to do it and do a full episode and produce and also be on both sides of the camera. So on I Love New York. I'm not walking out there like, I don't know what I'm getting into. I have a pretty good sense of at least the way the film's going to look and, you know, sure. try to project and just kind of be a character. And um, again, you know, I'm a senior in college at the time, so you get the alcohol involved. And, uh, right. you know, I was I was putting on a show better than I thought I was able to even. I look back and I'm like, man, I'm, I'm watching myself thinking, geez, you know, some of the stuff I did. But um, <laughs> it was a big show and, you know, they're going to play a reunion of it uh, coming up in actually November. Really? On, for a full day on VH1 again. Wow. That was the second time this year, too. So even 14 years later, I already had a VH1 Where Are They Now um, when I was, like, in my late 20s, you know. So it's like, geez, where am I now, you know? What's it going to be like for you to watch that? I, I've seen it so much, you know, at this point. And I'm in the business of celebrity and, you know, sports memorabilia and kind sure. of still in the pop culture sure. um, game, really, for a living, you know, that stuff. So we all kind of, you know, can joke about it. Some of the, maybe some of the girls in the office, uh, you know, they'll, they'll watch it or something or they'll be texting each other. You know what I mean? Or they're on social media tagging me and something like, yeah, right. But you know, I mean, Hey, I, you know, I do what I do and I sell sports memorabilia. I love it. I've been doing it forever. I can close some pretty nice deals and we get a lot of business going through our way. So, you know, we can have fun with it. I can do some fun film projects and, um, you know, try to earn a living as well. Do you keep in contact with the, uh, with the cast members? You know, it's funny you say that because um, he, Jason Roselle and myself didn't okay. talk for almost 10 years after we kind of went our separate ways after I Love Money. Okay. Um, we did I Love Money, the second show, and we were the party boys. And uh, we right. went in there and they, we were supposed to be this alliance. And he, right. he was on like a different team than me originally, entertainer, and I became friends. And almost it was a slight competition, which it was weird, the vibe. Right. And after that show, we kind of went our way because we did another show and we did something else. Sure. And like... Three years ago, I was in LA. I just sent him a message. Hey, what are you doing? I was there for like three days and nothing going on. And he's like, I'm around. Come by. Like, just like that. We filmed wow. the podcast on the spot, wow. which I hadn't filmed in years. Wow. And um, we were just talking the other day. We're going to film for this for this uh, show that's coming out. We're actually going to do some YouTube episodes where him and I are going to sit there and we're going to watch the episode. We're going to put the episode right in the middle of the screen as well. And the okay. two of us are going to sit there and talk about what we remember doing those episodes. <laughs> I think it'll be fun. I'm going to have to tune into that. Awesome. You got to let me know where to find that. I've got, I've got to watch that. Man, yeah. now, I, I know you had to persevere, you know, um, with, with being, I'm going to call you a pop culture icon, with, with being part of pop culture. You know, we know how fast and fleeting it can be and you have to develop some perseverance you know i mean to to keep it going and and you're very successful at at um at, at with the sports memorabilia and whatnot but what was the process of of perseverance like for you after the sun had kind of set on those particular reality shows what was what was your process of how do i per, you know how you persevered that's a that's a great question because there was um, a lot more obstacles than a normal person and someone who's had a normal 
I went to D1, I did this, I graduated, sure. I got my job, you know, I went to school sure. and luckily I graduated college. Sure. I left college, uh, well, I didn't leave, I left senior year to film the shows. I came back before it ever aired and I graduated. Sure. And then the show hit literally four days after graduation. And wow. from there I was hosting events and earning a living right. just, just being 12 pack for yeah. three to four years. And then all of a sudden now it's, it's okay. I remember hosting a party with Snooki and uh, it's been six months since I filmed the show. We're at a teen club. Wow. And she's like, 12-pack? You're still doing this? And I'm thinking, my show aired six months ago. Like, granted, I'd been on TV for three years at that sure. point, three different shows. Right. Um, but it was weird. You know, I was like, wow, you, you know, six months is a long time in the reality TV and TV it, world. It, it is. Um, talk about, it's been a lot longer since then. But, you know, and now with Hulu and everything, people yeah. can relive uh, things like that. But, sure. um, you know, at that point, um, I was still the guy who'd been on three VH1 shows. If you're a nightclub, I was one of a few, you'd probably want to book, you know, so I was still getting sure. work. Um, but at the same time, I knew like, Hey, I, I want to be in finance. I, I graduated with a finance degree. I want to go work in Manhattan and make hundreds and hundreds of thousands a year. Like just sure. hosting parties is great. You know, if I get my own TV show, awesome. But in the meantime, like here's plan B, which is usually was plan A, if not for, you know, the derailment of reality TV for a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I ended up going back to work, kind of doing my thing. And sure enough, I got uh, Daisy of Love, another show. I was supposed to get my own show. Met, um, met my wife uh, before Daisy of Love ever even aired. And we, um, you know, we had a son uh, within a year of that who's he's going to be 11 this year, actually. So, um, yeah. And then I remember he was born in December. That January, I hosted nine parties, you know. So you're, you're thinking a little different, but you got to, you know, do what you got to do. This is your you. But Clearly, I had to go, you know, and, and go the other way. And I was working in finance, had a pretty solid year. Um, she's from Nashville. So we ended up relocating in Nashville. And okay, it, Nashville's kind of popping right now. But at the time, I was like, this is a nice low key. Get me out of the area. I don't know a lot of people. I'll kind of right. you know, do my thing, do the nine to five. But I'll tell you what, um, after having that kind of exposure and the Speedo and everything, and then going down to a Christian, primarily Christian city and yeah, trying yeah. to go to Liberty Mutual and this place, I mean, they were like... <laughs> Hey, you know, you fit the mo. You got your licenses and everything, but you know, uh, we kind of googled you, and you know, we can't. It, it's not right fit. Uh, so it was, wow. it was. It was a struggle. You know, it was a wow. struggle for a brief period of time. And you know, I kind of was like, hey, listen, I'll I'll get somewhere, and I'll just sell and do my thing. And you know, you, see, I, you never you never think of that on this side that um, you know companies or, or somebody would say that. You know, you would you would think they see somebody qualified. You know, he's young, he's ambitious, wife, child, great fit. You don't you don't think about you you don't think about that side of it. You had seven million viewers. You know, you're you you, I'm you know. sell car insurance. Who's better fit to sell car insurance than someone who can say car insurance? Buy now, meet me. Boom! All of a sudden, I got seventeen oh, meetings. Like it was that easy. Right, right. And they said you weren't a man. I, I know that was kind of. It's frustrating. Kind of, yeah, it's frustrating and kind of that's kind of okay crushing. because yeah. you know everything happens for a reason. And yeah. uh, I saw my friend. He was um, he was used to be partners with me. We owned a memorabilia auction house for a couple of years prior to. Okay, I'm done with the auctions. I'm going to go and finance. It was always the finance, the doctor, the lawyer answer. You know, sure. but it wasn't like, hey, sure. there's other ways um, besides oh, being a TV star and you know hitting it yeah. just luckily. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that business, I didn't see being a multi-million dollar business. I saw that as, uh, I can make some money and I could enjoy selling memorabilia. But my, when I met my, with my buddy again, he was working at Rock Nation, a celebrity agent. He was hanging with the athletes. And he's okay. seven years younger than me. And I was like, hey, he's doing what we always talked about doing. 
I was like, you know what? I'm going to hit the restart button. I literally packed up from Nashville, moved back to New York, went and took a job at Steiner Sports, and I became their auction director wow. in six months. Managed wow. Steiner Sports is, you know, we signed Mariano, Jeter, you name it. Partners yeah. with the Yankees. I was in MSG. I was there for Jeter's <laughs> final uh, celebration day. It was great. I'm getting yeah. goosebumps just thinking about the athletes yeah. and connections yeah. I got. Um, and then Steiner, um, there was another auction house, Golden Auctions, which I always respected, and they were, they were crushing it, you know, and they're in Jersey. And Steiner was in the process of getting bought out. And, okay. and I took the position to come down to South Jersey, right outside of Philly and be the auction director of Golden Auctions. And, uh, you know, we went from doing yeah. 30 million in revenue in our first year. We did over 100 million in revenue since yeah. I've been on. Uh, you know, not 100% solely to me, but, you know, the market's great. People are buying memorabilia. We sell million dollar yeah. sports cards. We're on TMZ. I'm, I'm writing articles for TMZ twice a week. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I do our press releases and stuff. So. Yeah. You know, man, and it's awesome, man. And we're, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to talk when we get off there. Cause you and I are neighbors, you know, I'm, I'm down in South Jersey too, but awesome. Awesome. <laughs> um, the, the, the pivot that you made and, and I love the story of the pivot and, and that, that's what a being unstoppable is all about. That's why I wrote the book is one door closes. We don't shut it down. We, we don't, we don't cry. We, we don't, we don't quit. I love to hear how you just say, you know what, let me pivot and go another direction. You had, you had the heart, man, to say, look, I'm leaving Nashville. I'm going to head back up Northeast. I got a connection up there. And, and, and that kind of courage, man, is what our listeners, our viewers need to hear and need to vibe off of, man. You know, um, and, and I, I love that story. I, I love that, that you had the courage to make that pivot and, and to go for it, man. Yeah, and, I, and for me... I had opportunity to go sell insurance or I had other offers when I took the Steiner job and I took it for a lot less and I took it because it was my passion. Um, but I didn't realize that someone who just collected for fun and really was diehard about memorabilia. When you put me in the room with other guys that are college guys who are in the business professionally, but aren't passionate diehard collectors like myself, sure. within weeks, people are coming to me asking me questions. And within months, I'm sitting in the chair and they're, you know, we're yeah. in the right spot. It was just where yeah. I, you know, was supposed to be. Sure. Um, you know, it's hard for me to even talk memorabilia with most uh, people that I meet because they wouldn't understand. I'm like, oh, this submission, that PSA, it's a whole other language. But now, <laughs> Steve Aoki's in the bit, you know, he's a, he's a collector. Now I was talking to him the other day. Um, you know, there's a lot of celebrity Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk's a diehard on memorabilia. I mean, really? it's a big, big thing that a lot of billionaires guys, trust me, I see guys spending millions in our auction and posting it online. I'm like, I didn't even know I knew that guy. I didn't know he was a collector. You'd be surprised the guys throwing money around, even the Pokemon cards that are selling for six figures. Wow. Um, you know, wow. it's all sorts of uh, the guy, um, What's his name? He's a, he's like a YouTube star, and he um, I forget his blonde hair kid. I know you um, talk about. I can't he, call his name. Yeah, yeah, he does the boxing stuff. Yeah, um, he he literally he's he's a big Pokemon card collector. You know, what oh, I mean, so wow. you would never know who's throwing money to these things, but that's that's the business I'm in. As crazy as it sounds, so so, you know. so through perseverance, you found your tribe. Through you, you know, you, you didn't quit. You you didn't throw in a towel. You found your you, you found your tribe, man. You, you found your you found your people, you found your audience. And it's right out to tell folks, say, listen, your audience is out there, your tribe is out there. The thing that, that is gonna elevate you into success that you really want, and even success beyond your belief, is out there. And that's awesome, man. Let me ask you this, what would you tell my listeners and my viewers now, uh, how would you encourage them to persevere or to be unstoppable themselves? How would you encourage them, man? You know, I mean, you're, it's never too late. Um, I'm, 
older than I was yesterday and I'm a heck of a lot older than I was when I first got into this game of, you know, acting and doing everything. Uh, Again, I I was in the business of memorabilia 20 years ago, but it's never too late. You know, there are guys that are older than me that start now and doing what they want to do. So, you know, whatever you want to do, you live once, you know, you have one life to live, to go out and get it done. I know I'm sitting back and, and it seems like, yo, but look at you, you know, if you guys knew where I was five, you know, seven, eight years ago, I have three kids now. I supported everybody throughout thick and thin. And I'm fortunate enough to have, you know, made some good moves. You know, I went and listened to financial podcasts. How do I get into real estate? How do I invest? You know, how do I make more? How can I be like the other people? Yeah. You did try to follow that role model as well. And just listen and soak it all in. Don't just close mind anything, you know, listen to how you can do something and then take what's best for you. And apply that. And, um, you know, I guess that's that's easy, again, for me to say, because things are, are great. And luckily, with the pandemic, I'm an internet business, you know, so we've been fortunate enough to be going in the right direction, even during this. And it's, you know, it's sad to see a lot of businesses going out, I want to get out there and support them and, yeah. you know, do things as well. So, you know, but just, you know, just, you got to do it. You know, you but gotta, I'm, gotta I'm get glad you said that, man. I'm glad you said that, you know, about doing the work, doing the work. You know, now I know, I know that, you know, just hearing the journey at any point, like I, fear always, always plays a factor. What did you do with that fear when you said, okay, for lack of a better term, I'm punting, I'm, I'm punting for a new field position. <laughs> what did you do with that fear when, okay, I'm, I'm leaving this biz. I'm going back to my passion. I know it had to be a little fearful. Yeah, absolutely. There was, you know, there was times when you're young and, you know, you want to you want to fit that role model, you know, yeah. or you want to fit that mold that you're supposed to be in. But financially, you don't make the right decisions. You know, you go out and buy the most expensive car right. and get that payment. Go join this gym, get that payment. Go rent this, get that payment. Wow. Get the fancy phones. All of a sudden, you're like, whoa, well, what's going on? Yeah. Um, you know, so you have to you have to kind of look at that and be smart about it, yeah. and you know, kind of build on that and let it grow. And for me. Um, you know, luckily I was, I analyzed all my, you know, financials and things like that and realized, okay, you get a few things, um, you get a few things moving in the other direction for you that can start earning you a hundred bucks here, 200 bucks there passively. And all of a sudden now you can afford to take a little more risk because you know, every month, Hey, I I only need X, Y, and Z to hit where I need to be. Um, you know, so you can take that risk. Luckily for me, you know, I've got a great family. They, they supported, you know, a hundred percent me coming back to where they were at, you know, they wanted right. me to be there. So I was fortunate enough, you know, people say, if you don't know anyone that can loan you at least, and I'm not saying I bought money. I'm just saying, if you don't know someone you can call and you need $10,000 and you need it that day, if you don't have someone or a handful of people like that, then you have to assess your situation in life yeah, and say, yeah, Hey, yeah, you're in the wrong circle. Exactly. You know, and it's not, circle. I'm not saying go after people that have that, but no. Maybe, you know, maybe there's something that, maybe there's a coincidence there that's not working right. for you and you are trying to do something else, you know, with yeah. you. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, uh, it goes back to what we hear all the time, you know, about uh, your inner circle. Um, you, you, you want to you, you wanna make sure you have the right inner circle. You want to make sure that uh, you, you, are, you are a product of the five friends that are closest to you. And so it's up to us to grow and to be more and be able to have those people around us that'll support where we're going, that'll help us get, that actually moving in the same direction. And that's, that's huge, man, that, that's huge. So where can we find you, man? Where can my listeners and my viewers find you? How can they connect with you? How can they follow you? How can they support you, man? Lay it out there. All right. Well, I've been, uh, I've been 
when the pandemic hit and like I'm saying now, just go out and do it. I decided that I was going to start making YouTube videos. So I started making some on the coronavirus because what else better is there to film (laughs) in this crazy pandemic, right? So I started doing them. I started getting some celebrities that I was friends with involved to send me some videos. And we started making little collaborative efforts. And I said, hey, I want to do every month. You know, I got my programs on the computer. I I finished editing the play that I did when I was in like in college that I hadn't even finished editing. I just said, I need to start working on film projects. So I threw my YouTube channel together. My son and I have a little uh, detective show called Gobs and Gizzy. Okay, okay. Where we go around and, you know, we just have these little seven-minute missions or something. You know, we're just having fun with it. You know, like I said, I'm going to do some films where me and some of the guys from the shows are going to watch some old episodes. I just want to put something out there every couple weeks or months and just kind of stay active. I love, I I edit the films, you know, I do everything. So I love doing that. So, you know, I mean, Dave Ammerman is where you could find me. Dave 12 pack is my um, Instagram where I'm most active. I'm not really crazy on Facebook anymore. Uh, So usually if you find me Dave 12 pack on Instagram, uh, you know, that's, that's a good way to get a hold of me. That's how I found you. That's how I found you. I found you Dave 12 pack on Instagram. I'm right there, man. Hey, when, you know, maybe when the reunion shows airing, I might have, you know, 50, 75 messages, but right now it's, you know, a couple of hellos each day, you know, it's nothing yeah. crazy. I'm in there yeah. and just, you know, saying hi to people. If, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. as, as long as they look real. <laughs> I, I have to go to this YouTube channel you have. I, I, I'm going to it tonight. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, give it, it a follow, man, because I always do. Who knows what I'm going to put out there? I've already reached out to Flex and, you know, Paulie uh, from Daisy. I love some of my okay. guys there. Okay. And okay. there was a great episode on one of those shows where the guy, he got his face drawn on. And we were, I think I was part of that. And okay. me and him are going to watch the episode and talk about it. You know what I mean? Okay. So okay. okay. Just going to put some stuff out there. Yeah, man. I'm definitely going to like and subscribe. And all you listeners, go to that. YouTube, what's the YouTube channel called again? Man, it's just under my name, Dave Ammerman. It was okay, Dave 12-pack Ammerman. But okay. if you Google Dave Ammerman on YouTube, okay. you'll, uh, you'll find the channel. And, and go like it, subscribe it, noti- hit the notification button so when he puts up a new episode, you guys can see it. Man, I really appreciate you uh, taking out the time to talk to me um, and, and talk to us, man. Just really encourage us and tell us about your story, man. It, it's, it's, um, it was really encouraging tonight, and I thank you for that, man. You were really approachable, down-to-earth, man, and... Uh, that's, that's rock solid, man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. It was fun uh, just actually telling that <laughs> side of the story because, you know, every time I, I tell a story, it doesn't always, uh, it's never the same, man. But that, right. was, uh, that was enjoyable, man. We, we said some stuff I've never said, uh, you know, out there. So that was good. Man. Well, great. And guys, listen, thank you for listening to the Ralph Grace Jr. Show, Spotify. Thank you for watching on YouTube. If you haven't already, like and subscribe uh, to, to what you see on YouTube. You can follow me everywhere, guys. I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, my website, Ralph RalphGraceJr.com. And uh, I'll see you guys again next time. God bless you.